Talk Too Much, episode 10. Um, welcome back. Very special week. What's the X mean? 10, bro. Episode X. Oh, episode X. Sorry. <laughs> episode X, UFC 239 predictions. Um, I'm going to talk a little, about, little bit about the event on Saturday. Um, Francis Ngannou knocked out Junior DeSantos in under two minutes. This fool just beat Cain Velasquez and Junior DeSantos in under two minutes combined. So we're going to talk about that real quick. Um, but before we do, I have my special guest, the usual, the regular Zach Newman, and my friend, Carlo Ramirez, a.k.a., as everybody knows him, the Snack King. That's me, that's me. I'll go ahead and tell the us about yourself. Um, where do you go to, you know, where you grow up, where do you go to school, all that bullshit? Um, I'm really from the Bay Area, hence the Oakland A's jersey. Moved uh, here when I was 13. Uh, what high school did you go to? Palo Verde. The best public high school in yeah, Nevada. That's true. Sorry. That's true. I have to say that. <laughs> um, Why do you fuck with MMA? Well, instead of playing baseball like I wanted to, my parents put me in Aikido when I was probably eight, ten years old. Oh, then nice. I did. Yeah, it's kind of hard to do when you're eight years old, though. It's very technical. Yeah, you were trash. Not Aikido. I wanted to be Steven Seagal, I guess. But uh, Then I did American kickboxing. <clears throat> From there, I went to Taekwondo. Oh, shit. Then my uncle was like, hey. Dude, what? I didn't even know this about him. I'm like, where? Yeah. How long <laughs> have you been friends? <laughs> yeah, so uh, I've been going to the gym for two years. and uh, <laughs> So they, then I started doing Taekwondo. Then my uncle was like, <clears throat> hey, start wrestling. So I started to wrestle. So I kind of got a taste of all these martial arts. And you I, bet. I do bet. I do like to bet. Um, Did you ever fight? Fight. I have. I had one fight. I'm 0 and 1. I lost. In a, I <laughs> hey, lost, he's I lost, honest. He's I lost, honest. Has a fight. I lost in a split decision, but the judges were very uh, stand up, happy, and I was yeah. kind of a ground fighter. So. All right. Yeah. yeah I feel Anyways, it. Was it bad? No, it wasn't bad. No, hey, it was respect that he admitted it. 0 it and 1. Decision. He set his record. So. Split decision. Well, at least you didn't get knocked out. So yeah. what did you both? You know, my friends, did you both watch the event on Saturday? Wow. UFC on ESPN three. Um, we saw the number one contender fight in the heavyweight division. Francis. Um, Francis Francis Ngannou beat Junior Dos Santos. Um, Francis' coach, Eric, was on last week, and he was telling me about this shit. Uh, what did you guys think? What, what goes on now after this fight? What do you think happens with the heavyweight division? What are your thoughts to this fight? Go ahead, Zach. Well, I kind of thought Francis was going to win that fight. Me too. Regardless. And everybody was saying, like, GDS, you know, Junior's going to come in, and he's been working on his ground game, and he's going to come in and do something. I, it was a good value bet, though, to pick JDS. He was a uh, plus 200. Was it a good value bet? He's been on a tear ever since yeah, he came back. But so. you think, like, who has he been on a tear? Like, you think he was going to beat. You really think a striker is going to beat that type of striker, Francis? Like, if, you're, if Francis is going to lose, he's going to lose to a technical striker who's really good at grappling. I want to see Francis go up against Deontay Wilder. Deontay Wilder get rocked. Would he? Think so? With That's boxing sad. gloves or with MMA gloves? Four-ounce gloves. And in an MMA fight? <laughs> uh, I, I don't really like Deontay. Oh, that's very interesting. I don't even know about that. He's predominantly a striker. Like, dude, he's, I would he's go a power Fran hitter. Just no, like I would Deontay go Fran. Is this an MMA fight? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, this is a straight up just boxing match. Like, Okay, obviously uh, I'll oh, yeah. take. But in an MMA fight, because Francis won't grapple. Like, uh, Coach Eric said his grappling's good, but we've never really seen Francis go for offensive grappling, like try to take someone down. No. Who would you... I, I might go Francis against uh, Deontay in an octagon. Oh, oh, an octagon. Down. It's yeah. just the glove size, not necessarily what sport they're fighting in. Just if they're fighting with boxing gloves, I'll take Wild. I don't well, know. If bro. Wilder can keep him at bay, I think Wilder's faster. He can work that jab. 
But uh, Wilder, he's, he's, he's not a brawler. A, yeah, he's not. A, he doesn't work the jab. I'm he a goes Tyson Fury guy. Yeah. They, no, we're all. Hey, we they're all, all Tyson Fury yeah, guys. Yeah, that's their religion. Tyson Fury. Um, forget about that. I think you know. There's rumors that Daniel Cormier is going to retire after his fight with Stipe, win or lose. And there's yeah. rumors that the heavyweight belt will be vacated and that John Jones will be fighting Francis Ngannou for the heavyweight title. I've heard, yeah. That's a possible rumor. DC has a new show. Interesting. Daniel Cormier has a new show? He's taking over detail. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's taking over what? Oh, yeah, he's, he's doing, uh, who's he doing? What? Oh, he's doing an MMA version of Detail? Yeah. It's, it's That's so tight. That is so tight. That just gave me goosebumps. That's so tight. Have you guys watched Detail? I have. Where he, like, breaks the, down the footage. Donna Tarazi broke down Clay Thompson. I watched that one. Oh, you did? Yeah, Detail's tight as fuck. That's so tight. Um, so I'm going to get into, you know, we're going to see Francis first. Look, I think DC's going to win, but he's gonna, if he vacates the title, I think Sean, uh, Stipe's probably going to have to fight JDS again. And we're going to see Francis Jones. I don't really know. I, I think Stipe could beat Francis again if they fight. I would take Stipe. However, I would take Francis over everybody else in that division. Didn't Stipe a Golden Glove guy? Stipe? I don't know. But Stipe, interesting, he's a firefighter. Uh, yeah, he's, he's a part-time yeah, part firefighter, and he was a UFC champion. I love. I don't think Francis has gone to. I don't think Francis has solved the issue of how you're going to fight a technical fighter that uses distance management, that works the jab to keep you at bay and dot, evades your power punches, and scores Steve points. Stipe is actual boxer. Yeah, so. yeah, right. he's a really but, good boxer. But so is Francis, though. Not so much a boxer, but a striker. Yeah, so he's it's going to be a stand-up fight. It will. But you're assuming. You're, I know where you're coming from. You're assuming since it's a stand-up fight, Stipe is going to have to take that power on no matter what. Right. I don't think, uh, I think Stipe's, like, he neutralized him last time. St uh, Francis didn't know what to do last time. Stipe can also get to the ground, too, and be yeah, okay. Yeah, no, Stipe's, okay. he's a wrestler. He's really good at wrestling. Right. I don't think so, Stipe would ever lose to Derek Lewis, though. Boom, I agree. But can we also say that Derek Lewis beat Francis after he lost to Stipe, and when they fought, Francis threw, like, one strike within two rounds. It was like the, I've never seen a fighter His throw one. gas tank is trash. No, not gas tank. He just was too scared. From he's the scared. moment of the, he wasn't even thrown from the belt. Like, that st first Stipe loss fucked his mind up in the next fight. But then he comes back and goes on this tear. We're going to assume he's back. But what I see is just a better version of what he was before. I didn't see any new techniques. Like, I haven't seen anything new in his arsenal yet. All I've seen is that danger. So I'm not really willing to put him over the guy that beat him last when I haven't seen any improvements. But over a guy like Daniel Cormier, Styles make fights. I could see Styles Francis being DC. I don't think he's going to retire after. I think he's got a few more fights. Dana just said this the other day, too. I, yeah. I give him three more I hope fights. so. We're hoping so. Yeah. We I also mean, want to see that third JJ uh, DC fight. Right. But where would it go? Light heavyweight, heavyweight? Uh, probably light heavyweight. DC wants to fight at heavyweight. John wants to. No, I think it's the opposite. Is it? Yeah. So I'm going to get into these UFC 239 predictions. I'm sure you're all waiting for that. Um, I went six for six on this UFC ESPN three card. I'm not bragging because I went 0 for five on my in the card in December. So I had a card in December. It was John Jones' return fight against Gustafson. I went 0 for 30, 0 for five. I think it was UFC 232. But nonetheless, I hit all six yesterday. I'm really trying to put more emphasis on these predictions. I'm trying to give better predictions for you guys in case any of you bet. Even though I highly recommend not betting MMA because it's just such a there's too many X factors to bet. Why don't you just if you're gonna put the money down, bet baseball or some shit. Don't bet baseball. 
Why? It's such an easy a sport. Good, what, is a good team wins uh, 50% of their games? Is no, but you don't bet on good teams. You bet on their pitchers, the ballpark, their recent streaks. Sorry. I'm just not Can't get into guy. baseball. Oh, Cannot I, get into I baseball. I think fighting is the hardest sport to fight. For the sure, for the, sure, for the sure. The heavyweight division. So I'm going to start off um, with a little bit of a taboo thing on these UFC 239 predictions. Uh, my boy Chris, one of his favorite fighters, Sean O'Malley, even one of my favorite Sean, uh, fighters, Sean O'Malley, got popped. He was supposed to be on this card versus Marlon Bear. I was mm-hmm. actually very excited to bring these on these predictions. He only got a six-month suspension, though. Which oh, really? Which means it's not a huge deal. But I heard that he said he was doing, like, a, a dietary supplement or some bullshit that he didn't really, like... Right, so I don't think this is going to tarnish his name too much. No, and he's skinny as and fuck. Like, back, I don't believe like, he took He's steroids. like Barry Bonds. Yeah. No, so he's I definitely not. I don't think that. it's going to hurt him much. I think he'll come back and he'll be just fine. So who would you guys have taken, him or Marlon Bear? Dude, I would take him to shut him out. Yeah, yeah, dude, that I mean, fucker is like, a, he could be a future champion. Right yeah, yeah, he's so yeah. He's I was a little himself. disappointed about that, but you know the card's still pretty dope. Um, just like you said earlier, I do think it it looked way better for some reason two months ago when I looked at it. But it nonetheless, I, I, I thought there was some other So first fight of the night we're gonna go for. Uh, it's on the undercard. It's Claudia Gadelia versus Ronda Marcos. Carlo, read me those lines. Claudia's a. Favorite at minus 210, and uh, Ronda Marcos is uh, plus 180. So what, who would you take in this fight? Uh, Claudia owes me some money. She, I put 500 <laughs> bucks on her one time against JJ. She lost in a split decision. So I think this is my lock of the week. Uh, Claudia? Claudia, yeah. She's going to wreck it. I she's agree. been facing better competition. Ronda uh, has been kind of fighting mid-tier. Fighters. Nine and six. Yeah, so yeah, good hurts. technical grappling, but like no athleticism in her arsenal. I agree. Zach, who do you got in this fight? Yeah, Claudia. Yeah, I gotta go with Claudia. I mean, Ronda. I'm... That Ronda, yeah, Ronda Marcos she's, really. She seems kind of just an average fighter. Yeah, she's not gonna be the brawler. <clears throat> an aggressive power, you know, brawler. Yeah, it's number six versus number 14. Claudia's been fighting better. And remember, you guys remember Claudia Gadelia uh, lost via split decision to Joanna Janjacek their first fight. What happened? She threw a late kick at the end of the round. Uh, I think that the judges could have swayed that one. I Claudia Gadelia, I would really compare to Jessica Andrade. She's like a little bit under her, I would say. Jessica Andrade has like slamming people more and throwing bigger power Just shots. Very explosive. Just very Jessica? quick off the bat. Yeah. And Claudia, she's more of a, like, I'm going to run you to the ground type shit. But I like Claudia. She still has a lot of power. Um, as I said, man, that type of, like, look, to put it in, compare, uh, in perspective to you guys, for her to lose by split decision to Joanna Janjacek, based off her technical ability, would mean that she's that dangerous of a brawler. If she could compete with that high level of a technical fighter with not that level of technical ability. What I'm trying to say is, She's that good because of her aggressiveness and her size. So, again, this is a, we're talking about a, a, a top five fighter in that division for years to come, for years pre- prior. I just see her as the ultimate gatekeeper. She is a gatekeeper type. And a great yeah. gatekeeper at that. So we're going to take Claudia at minus 210 in that fight. The second fight of the night is one of my all-time favorite fighters is returning to the octagon. Former strike force, I'd like to say welterweight champion, Gilbert Melendez versus Arnold Allen. Carlo, what are the lines on that? Gilbert Allen is plus 290. And, uh, Gilbert Melendez had it. Sorry, Gilbert Melendez plus 290. Arnold Allen is minus 350. Uh, Zach, who do you got in this fight? I'm going to have to go with Gilbert. But did you also say he's getting inducted into the Hall of Fame? Oh, no, that's Diego. That's Diego. That's Diego. the next fight. Okay. So you like Gilbert in this fight? Yeah, it's hard for me to even... 
Arnold Allen, yeah. Arnold Allen is like a no-name guy. It's more of, I feel like this is a tune-up fight. They don't want Gilbert to lose this fight. He's a namesake. He, you could put him on a fight night as a co-main event, and it would do good numbers. So I don't think they necessarily, I think this is more of a tune-up fight. You know, kind of like, you, you know, Uriah Faber's coming back. Yeah. yeah. Do you expect him to lose his comeback fight? Are they going to give him a champ? No, they're going to give him a tune-up fight. Yeah, yeah, they're yeah. going to give him a tune-up fight. I don't so. know why they gave him plus 290. If I had $100 to play with, I'd probably put 5 bucks. I, that, so here's game. what I was going to say to you guys. You said that first fight was your lock of the night. Mm -hmm. I think the second fight, Gilbert versus Arnold Allen, is a great fight to put money on just because these idiots have Gilbert at plus 290. Um, Arnold Allen is good. Look up what, exactly what type, what's his background. Can you look that up for me? Arnold Allen? He's yeah, one of you guys look that up for me. Um, I'm just going to say this. Gilbert Melendez is one of the... Most renowned names in that welterweight division in MMA history. If any of you seen his, is followed his career, this dude's been in wars. That Diego Sanchez fight at UFC 166 was probably one of the best fights I've ever seen live. The end when the belt when the <laughs> rang at the third round, these fools stood, looked at each other, and just threw. Just in the pocket, their feet were stationary. They just threw. All you saw were their shoulders swinging, blood yeah. everywhere. Arnold Allen, he's only lost once. How old is he? Twenty-six. Born in ninety-four. Twenty. He's born in ninety four. He's twenty four years old. He's a young guy. Dude. He's young, but uh, How, what's his, his background? What's his main? What? Give me see that. Can I see that? His competition hasn't been too great either. Though. So this dude is his one. So he's lost one fight to decision. He's won five fights decision, four subs, five TKOs. I mean, I I could see why they have this guy as a, a favorite. He's a young burgeoning prospect and. He's English and he's like a fucking brawler. Ah, I might take that back. English and a brawler. Yeah, everyone from England. Uh, it reminds me like of Bisping and Darren Till. But I just, you know, Gilbert is. He, dude, don't get me wrong. Gilbert in his prime, I would take Gilbert, but like, he's old. Gilbert's old, you know. I. I'm gonna go ahead and predict Gilbert Melendez. Who you guys got? I got a slight underdog on Gilbert. I. Yeah. But I'm not too confident, and I would not be surprised if Arnold Allen won. But since Gilbert Melendez's line is plus 290, I'm going to bet Gilbert Melendez if I want to bet that yeah, fight. If I, have a, if I had a $100 bankroll, I'd probably put 5 bucks on it. Yeah, I agree. So yeah, we're going to move on to the third fight. Diego Sanchez, the ultimate fighter one winner, getting, as Zach said, inducted into the Hall of Fame this weekend, versus Michael Chiesa. Who do you got? Carlo, what are the lines? Uh, Sanchez, or Sanchez is plus 275. Chiesa's... Three minus three thirty-five. You're a Michael fan, aren't you? No, I'm a. I mean, I don't Michael? give a fuck about Michael Chiesa. He bitched after that Connor thing. Tried. He. I think he sued Connor and shit. Like, I don't get me wrong. He should have. Should have. But like, he still. I just don't fuck with him. Like, you're just a bitch, bro. Uh, who do you got in that fight? Unless he trains at Extreme Couture, then. Oh, then, then he's, he's okay. dope. He's dope. Then yeah, he bro. <laughs> Who do you got in that fight? I'm gonna go with Michael, dude. I thought you were Michael Kiesa? Yeah. I man. like that pick. Why do you got Michael Kiesa? He's a savage, man. Like he, he just throws He can bombs. sub people He's, too. He can yeah, sub people. Absolutely. So you like him over Diego? I think Diego's old. You like him over Diego? Really? On his UFC induction fight. And I'm gonna be real with you. I agree with you. Like that's honestly, you and Keith both said Kiesa. And to be honest, if you got there's a reason he's the favorite. That's the safer pick. Because he's more technically sound. But I think as with as limited technical ability as Diego has now, the fact that Greg Jackson you just is think coach, that experience is gonna come into play and it's they it's both have help experience. Him? I think the camp he's with yeah. is very, very, very good. I agree with you in the sense of one thing. Uh, we were just talking about this earlier. 
he was right when he predicted Rose over Jessica Andrade. I was wrong, even though I predicted Jessica Andrade and she won. Why was I wrong? Because although Jessica won, Rose looked like the better fighter. So maybe I was right about the prediction, but his thinking was right. But it just shows you in like every fight that anything can happen. The better fighter will lose. Could lose. It just just takes that one. That's what I'm saying. It takes that one mistake. So when you see a fighter stay dominant for 10 years, you're like, what the fuck? There is no easing up. So who do you got in that fight, Diego or Michael Chiesa? Um, I, I'm not really too fond of the fight, but he is getting inducted to the Hall of Fame. He is on uh, Wink Jackson's team. He owns his own CBD company. I don't know if anyone knows that. No. Uh, that's well, probably why he's Hella matters to the fight. <laughs> <laughs> he's an Ultimate Fighter 1. I don't know. I could smell it upset, but I, I think really... He was on Ultimate Fighter 1. He, yeah. he won Ultimate Fighter 1. And I think Kiesa can look. Kiesa's very good in situationals. Like he could pull out a submission, he could pull out a finish out of his ass. But like I think this fight is going to be very gritty. I think Diego is going to put him up against the can, uh, cage. I'm not going to say it's going to be like an outstanding fight, but we're going to see Diego just put a lot of pressure. I think the reason I'm safer with picking Diego is that he's going to put a lot more pressure on. Now. What do you think of these lines? Minus 335 for Kiesa and plus 275 for Diego. Diego's the underdog. What do you advise to our viewers? Would this be a fight they take, a bet they take on this card or no? I'd put five bucks on it. I wouldn't put too much, but the Hall of Fame induction, that could swing. You just don't have faith in Diego for sure winning? Um, I just don't know too much about Kiesa. I know that who who was his last loss? Does anyone know? I don't know, but he's been a gatekeeper in that um one forty five, one fifty five division in those divisions for the better part of six, seven years. Whatever I think. you do, don't make fun of his mom. Why? Oh wait, what <laughs> happened? Who with was that? that? Oh, who was that? He got into it. Uh, what's his name? Ah, Come fuck! On. He said yeah, that shit too. He was like, dude, no matter what happens, Motown Phenom. Don't what's come. His name? Motown female. No, what's his oh name? Oh my god, this fucking shit's flipping my mind. Shit look, look up uh, Ryan, uh, uh, Michael Kiesa's shit. Motown Phenom, what's his name? Kevin, Kevin Lee. So, you said you only put five bucks on this fight? Uh, I would, th- I would say I'd if you put ten, if I had a hundred dollar, a hundred dollar budget, I would say ten. I would say ten on that fight. The f- second fight, I really wouldn't touch. If you're gonna throw some, throw five bucks on it. But just you know, once we looked into, it, yeah, I would touch the second fight. Throw five on Gilbert. Fun fact. Throw uh, twenty on Claudia. Throw, now I'm saying, well, we should use a, a higher budget, not $100. Throw a $1,000 budget on there. It's the same thing, I guess. Yeah, but, you know, $100 is like the fuck. A dollar on Claudia. <laughs> so, yeah, this, again, you're not going to see any movement in these divisions from these two fighters. Nonetheless, a namesake fight. Now, one, two, three, four, five. So we're already on the main card. This fight, these last four fights are pretty fucking crazy. Um... I'm going to start with this one. Jan Blakovich versus Luke Rockhold in the light heavyweight division. Carlo, Carlo what are the lines on that? Uh, Blazowicz is plus 145. I think it's plus 195. <clears throat> no, no, plus one, 145. And Your then, handwriting, by the way, is so bad. Yeah. Like, you have to try to be that bad. At I'm a lefty, and I have to, like, oh, I feel you. I feel, it, yeah, you yeah, know? never mind. The angle and shit. <laughs> All right. And then Rockhold um, is minus 165. So it's fairly a close line. So the odds makers thinks it will be somewhat close. Zach, what you got? I've always, I, I have to go with Luke. I've Can I see your phone? Can I see your phone? You got Luke Rockhold? Yeah, I mean, who has he really lost? He's got, what, four losses he's lost to? Former him. middleweight champion. Right. He's Former lost strike force champion. He's lost to Yoel Romero. I mean. Yeah, and you can't even, like, you lose to Yoel Romero. That's, in my opinion, automatically vindicated. Right. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Why? He's clean. 
No, it's just the fact that Yoel Romero is just a fucking scary ass beast. Like any, how good you are, no matter how good you are, when you're facing a Cuban crazy ass dude, psychopath that calls himself the soldier of God, it's all right if you lose. Who bro. has he lost to? Uh, who? Uh, Yoel Romero? Yeah. Robert Whitaker twice in a row. And that's why I think Robert Whitaker is going to be Israel Adesanya. For oh, that's all of you. hands down. Keith, all the way over back, the uh, Israel Adesanya dick sucker. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Sorry. I had to. <laughs> so, Jan Blakovich is actually a black belt in jiu jitsu. Funny thing. Um, let me see. I'm looking at what exactly he's good at. Um, Does he have red hair? No, he's like a blondish ginger. Blondish, blonde. Um, a blondish ginger. A blondish ginger. I'm going to say Luke Rockhold because, damn it, Luke Rockhold's one of the best middleweights I've ever seen. Um, I hate his react a lot. Uh, this is a very unknown variable that I've seen in fighters. I've always wondered, why is Anthony Pettis not, why wasn't he able to sustain his greatness? Why wasn't Luke Rockhold able to sustain their greatness when they're that talented? And I just realized... It's reaction time. Their reaction time is trash. As good and creative as they are, they're slow in situationals, in like dangerous situationals. That's what I've noticed about that. So I could see Luke Rockhold being in some quick danger, like out of nowhere, just losing this fight. But God damn it, like I'm going to bet on Luke Rockhold. I mean, you want to bet on Luke Rockhold in this fight. He said on Instagram, on Twitter, on social media, watch out, John, I'm coming for you. So he's moving up to beat John Jones. That's a big goal in his mind. I'm going to say, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to carry his name. I'm going to carry his weight all the way to a, a, a championship fight. He won't beat John, but I think he can get that fight one day. If he believes, he will achieve, right? Yeah, and not only that, he's talented, bro. Bro, he's talented. You know he's, he's good. good. He's, he's better than Weidman. He's at, um, he was always better than AKA, Weidman. AKA, right? Yeah. Do you see what he's doing? Who? You're talking shit on Chris Weidman. Oh, Chris Weidman's better than Luke Rockhold, Keith? Oh, yeah, and what happened when they fought? Where is Chris? Oh, that's right. That's Where is right. Chris Weidman? He's the, well, good question. He's in the UFC. He's a, look, Chris Weidman's a gatekeeper, a great fighter. Um, was he, he got very lucky with those. He just caught Anderson at the tail end of his career and just happened to be, go ahead and say something, motherfucker. I see you talking <laughs> shit in the background. Go ahead. All right. You're right. You're right. Um, so I'm going to ask both of you guys this. If Luke Rockhold wins tonight, I have a hypothetical in my head. I think they're going to do Luke Rockhold versus Johnny Walker, and the winner takes on John Jones Wouldn't in December. Wouldn't that be a great fight? Yes, it would, mister. That, that's ideal. That's Who would you have in happen. that fight? Who would you take? Johnny Walker's a beast, dude. You, you were the one that turned me on to him. So you would take Johnny Walker over Luke Rockhold? Yeah. Why yeah. would you take Johnny Rockhold? His explosiveness? It's just, he's so explosive. He, he's got the, the youth on him. He's, got the, he's so strong. Like, he's bigger than Luke much Rockhold. Bigger. A lot bigger. <clears throat> I've bet against Johnny Walker about twice now because I, I want to doubt him because his fights are so short and I don't know what holes he has in his game yet. But he's creative. I'll give him that. I don't think I want to make a third time losing money to him, so I'm going to take... Walker? Walker. So you don't believe that he can take John at all? Because what people no, are saying Carlo is doesn't. that Johnny Walker... Carlo doesn't. I, Johnny Walker has no chance. Against John Rockhold? Jones. Oh, we're talking about John Jones versus John. Well, yeah, if that if that fight. happened, let's go, say that happened. Right. What would you say of that fight? It's going to be hands down John Jones. Johnny Walker's too immature. 
Why his, though? Like, think of it this way. He hurt his shoulder doing the worm after that's, a fight. That, but what does that have to do with this 15 minutes? In championship rounds, he's not going to be thinking right. No, no, no. Well, well, here's the thing. He's never been there. So you're right. He's never been but there. I'm saying, what you've never seen John fight a fighter who can close two feet of distance within half a second and knock someone out. And who's bigger, as big as him and as strong as him. Yeah, but John and, can and stronger control than him. the distance pretty well. He can, too. but can he? Because this fighter he's fighting has the same reach and size as him. His reach That's is barely true. under. No, they're the same size. No, you're right. John Jones is 6'4". John Jones is 6'4". John Jones is 6'4". Johnny Walker is 6'6". John Jones has a one and a half inch reach advantage. Big ass okay. arms. That shows okay. you. But he's two inches shorter than Johnny Walker. But just this is the first stance, fight. Looking at their stances, though, when you see John come out, he's leading off with that left hand. He's protecting the distance on it, okay? So when you look at Thiago Santos, and I know we haven't gotten there yet, he's more of just an explosive just right out of the game. Yeah, kind of, yeah. Yeah, you see what I'm saying? So, Thiago, I agree with you, but here's my what I'm scared of is that Johnny Walker is the better, bigger version of Thiago. And my thing is this. That would be a great fight to see. Who? Johnny John? I, yeah, like yeah. Tiago, that would Thiago be great. Would go at it, you know? So I think my thing is this: Johnny Walker, when he fights, he goes like, if you see him open up, he's like this. He's just a goofball. He's like, like he'll just throw feints, the and then place. suddenly he'll just fuck around, and then suddenly, boom, flying knee, you're fucked. Right. This dude is. He said in an interview last week, "I'm very confident I could beat John Jones right now." I don't know why we're talking he's about everybody. Give he's me the also, fight. He's though, also right? cuckoo. He is cuckoo, um, and we can all say that. But I'm gonna be. Honest with you guys, when these predictions come out, I'm going to take John Jones to lose this fight. I'm going to pick Johnny Walker to be the first actual defeat of John Jones. I don't, I don't think so. Maybe not the first fight. So you don't even think Thiago has a chance? We're going to get to that. Okay. I have a very special opinion on that. Okay. Um, I think Anthony Smith would beat uh, Johnny Walker. You're high. I think Anthony <laughs> Smith would get knocked out in two minutes. Knocked out? And Anthony Smith just John beat... John Jones couldn't knock him out. I know. So. I know that says a lot, doesn't Diago it? Santos, I'm very aware of that. Think of it: is John Jones as explosive as Johnny Walker? There's a big hype trim on Johnny Walker. That no. We don't know. We do, that's what I'm scared about. This dude is we have not seen enough film on him. We don't know how good we he is. We don't know enough about. We don't know how bad he is. We don't know his holes in his game. Right. We do know his holes. His ground game. He was fighting a role. really good like pancreation wrestler. And he lost. Well, yeah, it was two. He was lost in like 30 seconds or something, so we couldn't see. If he could get grappled. Oh, wait. Johnny Walker won Johnny that Walk, fight? Johnny Walker won that fight. But if you actually saw, Johnny Walker has two losses on his resume where he just got taken to the ground and dominated. So that is a hole in his game. Kind of like a Sage Northcutt type of deal? A big-ass, buff-ass, roided-out Sage Northcutt. That was brutal, man. You saw that fight, right? With the Sage Northcutt? Yeah, it was, he left. Sage? He left the UFC. Yeah. Of that. One MC. He's in, he's in rough shape. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. Do you see him fighting again anytime soon? The co-co-main yeah. event of the night, and this is a fight everybody's looking forward to, I'm sure. Yes. A welterweight bout. This is Zach's most anticipated fight of the night. I think it's going to be the best fight of the night. Jorge Masvidal <coughs> is fighting Ben Askren. Carlo, read me the lines. All right. <coughs> Masvidal, ranked number four, plus 210, versus Ben Askren, number five, minus 250. I think what's going to make Who this fight have? so exciting. Who do you have, first of all, before? Ben Askren. Okay, why? Okay. Um... I think Ben Askren has the mental warfare on Jorge right now. And I watched I the podcast. Um, Jorge went on Joe Rogan's podcast. When? Just recently, uh, in the past couple of days. Okay. Okay. Actually, um, I need to watch that. You should. Um, 
Yeah, Ben's got under his skin a little bit. He didn't show up to he the is, pitcher. The pitcher taking twice. Oh, uh, Jorge didn't. There's, yeah, Jorge didn't. There's yeah. genuine hate there, and there's bad blood there. Like these two guys want to kill each other. Maybe not so much Ben, but Jorge is. Yeah, he hates He's it. rubbed the wrong way right now, he's and pissed. I think that's going to get the better of him. He's going to be out there swinging right. aggressively. I see him come out swinging recklessly. Just way too aggressive. He's too angry. I think he hates him too much, and Ben is playing this perfectly right now. He is. He, what do you got? <clears throat> I I got Ben. I'm a, I'm Thank I favor you. the wrestler guys because I was a fellow wrestler. But something that you should keep in mind is when <clears throat> Jose Masvidal fought Damian Maya. Mm -hmm. Damian Maya was a backpack on this guy for about the whole fight. Took him down whenever he wanted. And I'm a Damian Maya. I respect his game. He's a jiu-jitsu guy, but he's not a wrestler. If Damian Maya can take you down whenever he wants, Ben's going to wrestle the heck out of him. And Jose Masvidal, he's known to be a slow starter. He's Did you see that insight? That was phenomenal insight. Yeah. I got to say, I, that, I was like on the fence because, sorry to interrupt you, but I was on the fence because I thought as good of a, a fight as a wrestler as Ben Askren is, I think Jorge's strikes are very effective. So I thought he could keep Ben at bay to the point where he could deal some damage and it would make it an interesting fight. Honestly, breaking but the down the fighters, I think Jorge is a better fighter than Ben. Overall, yes. They're both great wrestlers. But as I always say, styles make fights. Styles and this dude fights. just said... Damian Maya's a grinder. Like he's just going to grapple, grab a hold of you, try and grind you down to the ground, get a sub. If he can do that on Jorge, what is Ben going to do against Jorge? And for people who are saying Ben Askren sucks, his he debut was he a fluke, he lost to Robbie, I'm going to say one thing. First of all, we both agree on this. Robbie's hand went limp, bro. Stop with the bullshit. You all know Robbie got choked out. I don't give a fuck if he recovered in half a second. His hand went limp. No one just does this in a fight. That's why he barely protested it. So, and exactly. What the fuck? He would have been like crazy. If he wasn't knocked out, he would have been jumping all over the place saying, fuck that. Number one. Number two. And Jorge versus Ben. Robbie's a lot buffer and bigger than Dude, Ben Askren. He's jacked right now. Dude, Jorge's nowhere near that he's size. Jacked does does Ben bring anything else to the plate besides wrestling? <laughs> no, but that's all. That's, that's the all type of does. fighter he is. Jorge is a wrestler and he's a kickboxer. Yeah, Jorge's so an all, overall all around fighter. But I'm saying his grappling, I don't think is good enough to go against Ben. I'm going to tell you how the fight's going to play out. Start off, Ben's going to come on with this shitty fucking stand-up, slowly closing the distance. Don't say shitty. Start throwing. It's funky. And he's going to go for the legs. And then it's gonna, shitty. It's funky. The that fight. funky yeah. shit is dumb. Ah, goddamn it. Keep it on camera. Um, Jorge Masvidal versus Ben Askren. Back on that bullshit. I just think that Ben Askren, I don't think Jorge, I think to beat Ben Askren, number one, you need to be able to sprawl. You need to be able to defend the takedown. Number two, you need to have size on the fool. If you're gonna out, if you're gonna neutralize his grappling, you need to have size and power on him. And Jorge ben doesn't is have each. A big guy. You gotta be Wait, tougher Jorge than Jorge isn't a big guy. No, right? I'm saying Ben is. Ben is a bigger guy. I yes. think that Ben might D be bigger than Jorge. Dad bod. Dad bod. It's ben nice is the ultimate UFC dad, dad bod. bod. Um, so I'm gonna ask you guys this. Now let's look at the implications of this fight. I'm gonna agree with both of you. Ben Askren will win this fight. How do you think he'll win? Unanimous decision, I think. Um, I think he's going to get the finish third round. <laughs> <laughs> really? That's even hey. funnier than that. Hey, but you know what? There's one thing that we need to keep in mind. It's a three-round fight. Jose's a slow starter. And, uh, Jorge, you mean? Jorge. He wins his fights by decision. If it goes to decision in the cards, he's losing the fight. Because since it's a three-round fight... Uh, ben Astron's going to expend all his He's energy. He's going to get the submission in the third round. He's going to go all out round one, round two. Because his cardio's built for seven rounds. Yeah, he's going to go all out round one, round two, and then if he wins two rounds, it's you think over. He's gonna, you think his cardio's going to 
Well, Ben asked, they're like wrestler, wrestlers. wrestlers, you don't even have to question their cardio because they've been doing this since they were together. 10 years old. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm going to ask you guys this. Ben Askren, let's say hypothetical. We're going to start off with this. Hypothetical, Ben Askren wins the fight and Jorge Masvidal loses. What do you do with Ben Askren next? Do you give him that title shot? He could fight. It depends his relationship with Dana. He might get Colby. Colby's crying that he's going to leapfrog him. Colby hasn't gotten the title. Colby didn't get the title shot. Colby has Robbie Lawler next. Oh, Did you guys know that? Now. By the way, really quickly, uh, quick cut. Not don't cut, but I'm saying quick uh, side tangent. Who do you guys got, Colby or Robbie? Robbie Lawler. He's pissed. I'm kind of on the Colby. Yeah, yeah I'm going to go know. Robbie Lawler. <clears throat> Colby hasn't fought in a while now. That's good. I, I know what you're saying. And you know what? I used to hate him, too. No, he's damn good, I, and I, I, I actually agree with you in the sense I like I how you're like thinking. Everybody hates him. No, you're, I like Robbie? your thinking. I like your thinking. You're picking Colby because the style is favoring Colby. You're starting to grow. I like that. You're starting well, to learn. He's also a wrestler. Exactly. He's starting he to also learn. Has a stand -up game but the as thing well. no one realizes is Robbie Lawler is one of those fighters that you really can't pick wrestlers to win against because Robbie Lawler's takedown defense is high level wrestling status. Robbie's also not a shit talker either. No, Robbie Lawler stays silent. I'm going to take Robbie Lawler in that fight. Dude, he's he's jacked right now. Dude, I'm going to take Robbie Lawler in that fight. Did I hope you pick win. up Ben like that? Oh, I'm going to be so mad if fucking Colby Covington beats Robbie. He won't though. Well. Um yes, I did. And I again, that fight you if you compare Ben and Robbie, listen, Robbie Lawler's the better fighter. And if that if he Ben didn't get that wasn't in that situation, Robbie Lawler would have won. And if they fight again, <laughs> Robbie Lawler's gonna win. He's the better fighter. Robbie's a real champ. Not an Robbie champ. Ben is just well, a don't bad you think matchup. The real fight to make there is Tyron Woodley versus. Yeah, uh, yes, they, I do. They, they That's the fight yeah, we all want to see. Beef. They do got beef. And I'm why hasn't that fight happened? Ugh, because Colby's been inactive, and because other welterweights have been active in earning title shots, and Dana didn't give it to him. But I wish we saw that fight when Tyron was champion. Did you see Colby uh, go up to Dana while he's playing high? Yeah, yeah. Before and he earned a title shot, but then now we just saw this last week. Dana switched up and gave Colby Robbie. But Colby's going to take this fight because he's been active for a minute. Um, in terms of this, the winner of this fight is the next welterweight contender, in my opinion. Do you guys agree? I would say so. It's weird because um, Tyron's going for the belt, and Ben said he wouldn't fight Tyron because they're best friends, but Ben's going for the belt. Yes. So I'm, I'm assuming there has to be some like internal tension between those two. I've heard they don't want to fight each other. They are exactly what I've they're heard. They're teammates yeah. at Mizzou, right? They're teammates at um uh no no they so were teammates what, at, at a different division. So they what's that camp in Florida that Robbie trains at? Coconut Creek. No, uh, bro, not nah, American Top American, Team. American Top. They, yeah. Who said that? American Good shit, Keith. Exactly. Um, good job. And so yeah, I'm gonna Did, take. But didn't Tyron leave the division just so they? Would never fight each other? No, Tyron stayed in that division. He's never left. That's why it's been a weird, funky situation because they're both so for contenders. The fact that their friends will probably never see that fight. <laughs> they're both contenders, though, so that's yeah. not out of the question. Right. Because if that fight was offered to both of them for a title fight, would they say no? Would both of them say no? You two have to fight, winner gets the title. Are as good of friends as you are, are you going to say no to that? That's a career. They want the goal. We'll ever see it. Keith, what do you have to say? Pussy ass motherfucker, what do you have to say? The bread, yes, I agree with you there. So, I'm gonna say this: as for Jorge Masvidal, no one realized this dude is one of the best welterweight fighters on the planet, and he always will be, and he'll never get the credit, and it sucks because he's gonna lose this fight. Two ten, Ben Askren minus two fifty. Carlo, would you bet this fight? Oh yeah. Who would uh, you take? Ben Askren, hundred percent. Thank you. So this is a fight that the viewers want to bet. Yeah, I mean, it's going to probably go to the cards. 
And if it goes to the cards, I definitely think Ben Askren's going to win. And I can agree with that. And Ben Askren's a small favorite, so I still think you're going to get a good return on this. Um, well, minus 250 is pretty big. Pretty, but what about Jorge at plus 210? I'm not touched. That. Yeah, I'm not. I think it's a style thing. I don't think it's a good matchup. So I'm going to ask you guys this. Amanda Nunez. Now, we're going to get to our Kona event. Co-main event. Amanda Nunez is fighting Holly Holm. I don't know which championship is from. One is the, it for the 135 or 145? 135, 135 right. correct. One of the best female fights we can see right so, now. So, I'm going to ask you who won. I'm going to ask you the lines. What are the lines? Line is <clears throat> Holly Holm, plus 275. Amanda Nunez, minus 335. Zach, who I do won. you have in this fight? Start it off for us. Holly. You got Holly in this fight? Hold on. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. No, oh, I don't great. think Holly is going to win. You're rooting for her, but who do you yes. think will win for our viewers? Amanda. Why? That's a two-division champ. That's the GOAT right there. I, I don't I, think Holly is on that level, although she is capable. She is a top five, top three, arguably, female boxer of all time. Amanda, she was a just professional like John boxer. Jones, I just feel like she is just one step above everybody is else. Is she one step above a, one of the top so? five boxers of all time? I get what you're saying, right? So Amanda's going to bring the power to the table, right? Holly is fully capable of exactly. Just a leg around I don't, and, and, and this the is the face. same thing I'm going to yeah. say about the John Jones fight. We're going to take Amanda. She's never fought a fighter like this. Why? Cyborg's reaction time is not as quick as Holly Holmes. Number one. Number they two. Fought yet? Who? Amanda. And no, they've never yet. fought. Okay. Holly Holmes in an interview. Um, so why do you think you'd win this fight? Amanda's beaten Ronda, um, Valentina twice. Cyborg, why do you think you're going to be the one to beat Amanda? And she said she's never fought Holly. And I, I fuck with that response because Holly's just a different... It, look, Holly Holm is literally the TJ Dillashaw of female fighters. Holly Holm? That's the way I would compare. Literally very similar styles. Like, always moving. She does get more stationary sometimes. She doesn't jump around as much. But for a female, if I were to compare her... She's a very composed fighter. She's, a, she's composed, decorated. but she, No. Because there's actually an interesting thing on Holly Holm. Before her fights in the tunnel, you always see her jumping up like this. And her coaches are like worried. Like, why is she doing? She's wasting her energy. She is so nervous. She needs to jump up and down. Okay. Like, constantly. Why did she have the advantage against Ronda? She had the advantage against Ronda for, one, for main, many reasons. Number one, beautiful JD. She has, she has the advantage in kicking range. Right. So Ronda needs to close the distance to beat Holly. She needs to grab you by the neck to beat Holly. Holly's game plan is let's work the jab, throw leg kicks, oblique kicks. Let's keep her at distance so we yeah. can set up that head kick, which is exactly what she did. So why is Holly beating Ronda? Because Ronda doesn't have the tools to compete with that distance management, even though Ronda's submission tools and her grappling were so good. So Styles make Holly, fights, people. I, I right, think Ronda um, didn't expect that from Holly. Also a big thing. She said she was like the best women's fighter at the time. She was just so cocky. She didn't respect her game. I agree. Do so, you, Do you guys remember where you were when that happened? Yes, I was at my friend Ryan Tapper's <clears throat> house. We were watching that fight. I was at Camp Flogna. Like, what was it 2015? Great festival, bro. Did One of the think, most underrated festivals. Uh, no, um, yeah, it was... What's her name? Holly Holmes is plus 1,000. When? Fight. The Ronda fight? The Ronda oh, fight. that was one of the biggest upsets of all time. Plus 1,000, man. And it's just funny because... And I always say this about Ronda Rousey. No champion in history had a more dominant reign than Ronda Rousey. She didn't this girl came out, finished girls in eight seconds, 15 seconds, one minute, 50 seconds, one minute. I've never seen her like a fighter do that. Because she won that way, she didn't evolve. So here's my thing. Edmund almost Targaryen. Like a, Edmund like Targaryen or Targaryen? <laughs> Edmund Targaryen. Did I just say Edmund? Ronda Rousey. Listen, Ronda Rousey 
was so far ahead of her time. Her coach was saying into the media, Ronda's knocking out, you know, boxing world champions. Ronda's not, she could be one of the best female boxers on the planet. We're all like, damn, this girl's nice. Yes, her fights come, has their day, man. right? Her fights come, she's getting worked on the stand-up. So I'm just thinking, Ronda was doing movies in between all these fight camps, going for the money. Other fighters were in training camp all year, working on their judo to match her judo, right, working but, on their striking to manage their distance management. Right, but during that era, I feel like every female fighter was just a one-dimensional fighter. Most of them. Do you think that? And then it got to a point where Ronda so kept fucking around, doing movies and shit, and she kept winning and winning, but the division caught up to her. And Edmund Tar Tarvarian, that's his name, not Targaryen, fucking Game of Thrones. Um, Edmund Tarvarian is my least favorite MMA coach, corner, whatever you want to call. The fool shit. You're going to lie to the media for five years saying this girl's knocking out women's world, bo world boxing champions? This fool gets rocked. Doesn't even belong in the same octagon as Holly Holm. Get the fuck out of here. Ronda Rousey's biggest mistake is she was filming movies. Had this girl been in the gym while she, instead of filming those movies, right now, it would be Ronda Rousey versus Holly Holm again. She needed a new coach. Ronda Rousey would have beaten Amanda Nunes. She wouldn't be on WWE. No, she'd still be the champion today. She's making the big bucks all right now. No, she is. But I'm just saying, it's sad to see that potential go we'll to waste. We'll never see her fight again. That no, we sucks, never will. Man. We never will. And she came back a year later, and they were hyping this fight out. Ronda's back. Bruh, Nunez worked her. Yeah. Get out of here. How Amanda's the shit. And honestly, I'm going to go out and say this. Valentina and Amanda and Cyborg are the top three females of all time. Again, Cyborg's been the most dominant. I think Amanda and Valentina are both more technically sound. Dude, Cyborg's been ducking Amanda, man. Like, why? Uh, Cyborg's going man? through some um, kind of some sketchy shit with the UFC. She's not, she's just had enough of the UFC. They Is haven't been treating her well. Remember, Dana White five years ago said, Cyborg's Vanderlei Silva, the female version of Vanderlei Silva. Like it. They look like it. They that's look exactly fucked up. <laughs> to call a girl a Vanderlei Silva, that's literally the most fucked up. One of the most fucked up things I've ever heard. Um, it is what it is. It is what it is. And so, and then what happened a year later? He created the women, the women's divisions in the UFC, and women's fighting became a big thing. Um, again, so Amanda Nunes minus three thirty-five, Holly Holm plus two seventy-five. Carlo, would you take that fight? Mm, you could see an upset. I mean, plus two seventy-five. That's not that bad. I'm gonna take Amanda. I want to. I want to probably take Amanda. Take the fucking <clears throat> bet, folks. Distance management's not gonna be that big of a factor in this fight, just because Holly can throw those kicks. But those, you know, throwing kicks isn't as quick as throwing a jab. You know, Amanda is. It's just one. Aspect, it's not gonna. Man. Distance management's not gonna be that big of a factor against Amanda as it was against her previous um, fight. When Amanda fought uh, Cyborg. She hit her with a calf kick, which is getting very popular nowadays. Did you see Dos Santos hit uh, Nugano with that? I calf saw kick? that filthy leg kick. That was like, it's, and Nugano like fell back, right? Yeah, it's it's very popular. It's a calf kick. So the way that Amanda Nunes got Cyborg, she hit her with a calf kick. She buckled and then she unloaded on her. With uh, Holly Holmes, she's a kickboxer, so she fights with more narrow in a more narrow stance. So I think that that's going to take out our arsenal. She's also a Libra. Holly Holm falls in. Oh, yeah. She's also a Libra. Which like, means what? That's what you throw out there? <laughs> like, I, so, I, wait, wait. I, you I, think Holly, so Holly Holm's fighting in a more natural stance, you said? She's fighting. She's going to negate some of those leg kicks that... Amanda you, throws. Amanda throws. I almost of, just dropped this cheap-ass bottle. Evan Williams. Dude, $8? Dude, you know you're taking like two years off your lifespan. Keep it on the table. This. Let's advertise oh, it. No, we're not advertising Evan Williams. So, 
So Holly Holmes, she absorbs 2.82 significant strikes per minute. Per minute, but she gives out 2.8. So every one she gives, she's, she's going to take one. one. So what about Amanda? Do you know? Oh, I don't know, Amanda. I just know if if she keeps up that rate. So Amanda's let's think of it better. this way. So if uh, if she can t- give one clean shot to Amanda and she takes one clean shot to Amanda, you're going to take Holly in that fight? No. Um, because Amanda's got crazy power. She got Amanda power. has cyborg power, and she's way smaller. A little pit bull, man. Yeah. <laughs> Hold on. Let me pour this Diet Dr. Pepper. Do any of you guys want some? Yeah, I'm all right. Nah, I don't smoke a jewel. We're getting more teasers. Huh. Really quickly, I'm going to ask you guys this. Let's say Amanda wins. Mm-hmm. What happens next? Do we get Amanda? Cy- I mean, Cyborg's fighting at UFC 240. I think this might be her last fight on her contract. Not to mention, she also said she wants to leave the UFC. So when you look at these double champs, do you think there's <clears throat> anyone that could go for a third belt? That's the next thing. That's what I was thinking about. And if there's one I can think of, it's Henry Cejudo. I think he could beat Max Holloway. No one agrees with me. I'll agree with you. On you that. think there could be a four champ guy? No, if you count his gold, Olympic gold, he's gonna. He's the, yeah, but like it's not he's a UFC. Triple yeah. C. Triple C, my ass. What bro. about the King of Cringe? So he's like four. Let's champs. not forget that he owes Demetrius Johnson a rematch. Like Demetrius waxed him, and he he's not even questionably beat him. Because I'm gonna tell you guys straight up, I had Demetrius in that second fight. I really thought Demetrius. I think everybody did. I didn't. No, no, a lot of people had Henry. I put he money could, on that one. Yeah. yeah. Really. Um. So, Amanda wins. Do we see her fight Cyborg again? I would love to see that fight, man. What yeah. about you? Wouldn't that be like that? iconic if Cyborg came back and redeemed herself? So who's the After best female fighter of all time? Ronda? I think you have to give it to Amanda. She's took down some to. champs. So Amanda has the best resume out of any female. She's beaten Valentina twice. She's beaten Ronda. She's beaten Cyborg. And, and if she wins this fight, she's a beaten Holly. But how did Misha Tate beat Holly Holmes? I know she won in the, the fifth uh, round. make a choke. Yeah. She won. She grinded her out. She grinded her out. She, it was just, uh, it's again, that was a pure striker versus a pure grappler. Misha Cupcake Tate? Yeah. I love her. Most beautiful UFC fighter we'll ever see in our lives. Misha, if you ever want to come on this show and I ever get big enough, please do. Big enough? Yeah. Anyway, um, I'm joking. <laughs> um, so we're going to talk about the last fight of the night. Um, this is the fight that we're all waiting for. John Jones is going to be taking Tiago Santos. Carlo, read us the lines. Okay. Um, John Jones, the champ, minus 650. Santos. Plus 475. So was John Jones um, a bigger favorite against Anthony Smith? He, uh, was he a bigger favorite? What was Anthony Smith, Keith? He was he was a more of a minus seven hundred. I think you were right. He was plus. He was plus like plus seven hundred. Plus he was like plus eight hundred. I think it opened up at plus eight hundred. Then it went down because people started betting him to like seven hundred. So, so, so here's my thing. I'm gonna start off with you, Zach. Well, give me your prediction on the main event of this fight. John's going to win the fight. However, I think out of anybody right now, I, I, I really believe Thiago has a chance right now. And I know you Fucked agree. up part about it is I, I kind of agree. agree. I kind of agree. Go on, Carlo. I think John Jones wins in the fourth round. But if, if he loses, if Santos wins, I think it will be in the second round. It's a kind of a bold prediction, but... I, don't, I see a counter coming. I think he's going to come out of the gate like really, really just too explosive, and John's just going to control that distance, and dude, you're going to get smacked with... I think Tiago Santos is going to land a devastating 
blow to John Jones. Wouldn't that be great? I think John Wouldn't Jones is going to recover. I think John Jones is going to recover and sub him in this first or second round. The, I, I found out the keys to victory to this fight, though. <clears throat> so if Santos wants to win, he's going to hit him with a nasty left roundhouse to the head. Most of his strikes, it's like 50%, yeah. 58% of his strikes are to the head. But if he loses, John Jones literally said he, his key to victory is going to He's going to outclass him in his kickboxing and take him down and finish him on the ground. Yes. That's what he said. Yes. So. And now, you guys got to remember, Tiago Santos is a black belt in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. So this fool, <laughs> not an easy guy to sub. But what is the difference maker in this fight? The it's, fact that John is good at everything. Yes. He and does. His he's so his big. He, he does can, have a black his, belt in Muay Thai. The fight, he reads uh, everything perfectly. No, 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 no. He's a Muay Thai expert. No, I, they said he has a black belt. I didn't know you can get a black belt. No, I don't. I think it's like two or three belts in Muay Thai. Is it? I'm not 100 positive on how the Muay Thai rankings work. Um, but I will say this: John has never fought someone who can explode that quickly. Not like this. I don't. Not. Think. He's never fought this type of athletic ability. Now, while you can see better um, technical ability in Daniel Cormier, arguably Gu Alexander Gustafson, um, Vitor Belfort, guys like that. Tiago Santos, you guys got to remember, is bigger than Vitor Belfort, and he's like a bigger version of Vitor Belfort. He's probably not on steroids, too. He probably is on steroids, the <laughs> fucked up part about it. <laughs> so, so, so a little interesting. Well, he was. Okay. So when John Jones fought Anthony Smith, it went to decision. Right. Right? Okay. When Tiago Santos fought Anthony Smith, not only was that a great fight, but he... he Beat the shit out of no, him. but Anthony Smith dealt some damage in that fight. Okay, and I know that was. And Anthony Smith dealt, fight, dealt no damage to John Jones. So I'm just saying, the the danger. You guys should not. When John Jones fight, I hear all my friends say, "Bro, just uh, John Jones is winning." I, I say and everybody too. says yeah. that. Like, stop. Why are you asking know, me this question? But that's a question you have to ask for every fight because this game is not secure. It just takes one mistake. Anybody John, can lose. George St. Pierre lost John, to Matt Sarah. Matt John Hughes. Jones. He Matt did say. Good. John Jones did say he wished he was more excited for this fight. He did say that. So he might be underestimating him. I yeah. think he is. Key factors to this fight: uh, Santos is a capoeira uh, practitioner, and he is also a, he was a paratrooper for the Brazilian Army when he was eighteen. That's this dude's a psychopath. This and dude's amazing. Did you know he, he was 35? Like yeah. I didn't oh, know he was Tiago's 35. 35? So he's seasoned. He's not immature. So, And he also gives free uh, jiu-jitsu classes in Brazil to kids. Oh, he's a stand-up guy. He's a stand-up guy. Even John Joe said he respects him, but he's his enemy. So, I must say this. I just see the danger in this fight, but you just can't pick. If Jones loses in this fight, like this can't be the fight Jones loses. It could be. Let's just hope it's not. We're going to assume it's not. I'm going to take John Jones in this fight just because, just like who said this? I think you said this. I think Jones is going to neutralize him with his kicks. He's going to keep him at bay. We can expect to see a lot of oblique kicks in this fight. We can expect to see, we're going to see John Jones trying to hyperextend that knee. Distance management, a lot of body kicks, head kicks, leg kicks, kickboxing, just like you said, I think. You think you'll see that calf kick? Yes, for sure. But I also think we'll see him... I think we're going to see Jones push Tiago up against the fence and get, uh, get in the clinch and then wrap him and then take him down. And again, if Jones is on the ground against Tiago, game over. I predict. Um, uh, as good as Habib is. You don't is, think he can compete with him on the ground? No, I do. But I just think John Jones has a, the best ground and pound in the UFC his better wrestling, than Habib. His wrestling is going to yeah. outdo his jiu-jitsu. Yeah, because so. Jones, Jones do, people don't realize. Let me tell you guys something. John Jones didn't go to do, was... John Jones wrestler. didn't compete compete in college wrestling. He had a baby right out of high school. 
he couldn't compete in college wrestling, but he was one of the best high school wrestlers right. in the country when he was competing. Not he could have competed know. D1. Yeah. So, Not a lot of people know that about John Jones. Oh, and he out-wrestled, he is a wrestler. And he out-wrestled he is Daniel wrestling. Cormier in his first fight. He did take him An down. Olympic and, wrestler. And DC him. is one of the greatest But DC ever. did put him on his yes, head. Yes, sir. DC, DC what? DC put him on his head. You know that little throw he did? Oh, stop it. At the very end. His signature. And he got Yeah, yeah, but he got up. Yeah, DC yeah. signature slam. Yeah. yeah, but he got up. And so I'm going to take John Jones in this fight. Hopefully, I really hope he doesn't lose. Um, round. So I'm gonna say John Jones will sub Tiago Santos in the first or second round. But I also first think, round, huh? yes, but that I think quick, Tiago really? lands a crazy punch. I think you're gonna see How Tiago many first land some crazy finishes. Does he have Johnny? Yeah, not that like, many, right? As you think he does. I think uh, he's actually, play the first round. Really did you guys quiet. know? What? I think um, I, I don't know if it's one or two months. But John, do you know why John Jones was signed to the UFC? Dana White heard of this fighter that won six fights in a month. Or two months. It might have been one or two months. Still, six and one or two doesn't matter. It's out, that's outrageous. When Dana White heard of this, he immediately reached out to the fighter and signed him. Next thing you know, this fighter's beating um, Stefan Bonner, Ryan Bader, Vitor Belfort, Rampage Jackson, Chael Sonnen, Shogun Hua, Lyoto Machida, Chael Sun, uh, I said just Alexander Gustafson, Daniel Cormier, Robert Tisharia, Rashad Evans. Did you say Anderson? And, uh, he, Jones never beat Anderson. Oh, we're talking about Jones right now, yeah. Lyoto won that first round. Uh, Lyoto won that first round. He, <laughs> he first did. Round. That's his fighter did. right there. He yeah. did. Lyoto won that. Lyoto looked great that first round. Then the second round came and he got caught in a standing guillotine. I predict a fourth round TKO. For Johnny? John Jones. I don't see him getting a, a first round TKO or sub. So what yeah, do you got? What do you... Oh, John, all the way. I just don't think he's going to come out. What round? How? Second or third. How? Sub TKO. Oh, he's going to spin around and whack him in the face with his elbow. All right. You will see that left. He hasn't thrown a spinning that. back elbow in a minute, and I'm excited because he he's he going to pull that out one more time. He was I'm practicing that. He was practicing the Yoel Romero, or not the Yair Rodriguez. Right, Yair Rodriguez. Is, he, he oh, oh my God. We were all talking about that. That was one of the. Who did he knock out? Do you guys remember? Korean the Korean Zombie. And the Korean Zombie was winning that fight. He was. He was. He was. And fight. Eric talked about it. What happened? Last second fucked up. My Coach Eric was talking about that. Um, by the way, folks, Korean Zombie is goddamn. That fool's a contender. He's always been, but now he's a legit contender. Who did he just knock out? Uh, I don't know, but he he knocked out his tuna fight really quickly, right? Yeah, that was crazy. So yeah, so we're gonna say for all you betters out there, would you bet John Jones on this fight card? I'll bet the over. What's the over? Uh, it's not out yet, but it's probably gonna be th two and a half rounds. I'm guessing. I'd bet that. You'd bet the over on that? Two and a half rounds? Yeah. I feel like the first round, they're going to feel it out because one, John Jones says he wishes more excited. That means he probably caught, caught himself being over cocky. So he's going to feel out the first round. And so is Santos. So the second round, I think they'll start turning it up. And he probably knows that uh, Santos hasn't been in championship waters. So he's probably going to drag him there. The experience is going to hurt him. In this fight. So let's get this straight. We have, t for UFC 239 predictions to close out, we have Claudia Gedalia. We have Gilbert Melendez. They have you have Michael Chiesa. I'm gonna go Diego Sanchez. Who do you got? I want to go Diego Sanchez because of the Hall of Fame thing and the Wink yeah, yeah, and he's Wink a grinder. Cap. I'll throw a couple bucks on it just for ask for some action. We're gonna go Luke Rockhold. We're gonna emphasize Ben Askren, although it's a dangerous fight. We're gonna emphasize that because Styles make fights. I'm max betting that. Yeah, Amanda versus Holly. We're gonna go Amanda. Wouldn't necessarily throw a lot of money on that because you know what you're getting. Hopefully. And we're going to go John. We're going to see the biggest upset ever. Oh, one of them. Uh, 
Holly beating Ronda and then Matt be Sarah beating GSP Plus 1, and then Chris Weidman beating Anderson. Was, those were big. Upsets. I just got done watching Big Sean and then I look at my phone and uh, Holly Holmes knocks out Ronda Rousey. I was like, yeah. I was like, whoa. I was with a bunch of girls. And they're like, what are you talking about? That, oh, really? Yeah. That, that was, I just remember that fight. I was like, mm, did Ronda Rousey lose? So, yeah. Um, so then we got John Jones to close it out, as I said. Um, these what? are my UFC 239 predictions. Claudia Gilbert Diego, for him, Kiesa. Rockhold, Askren, Nunez, Jones. Let's see what I go for this time. I went 6 for 6 last card. I went 0 for 5 in a card. I think it was UFC 232 I said earlier. So ooh. I mean, you were the only one that called that Jessica Andrade versus Rose fight. I don't know why. I just had a gut feeling. But as you I said, that from the you, you know, I know I was, but you got, you, Rose looked like the better fighter. But she was the better fighter. Jessica won. She did. Um, those are UFC 239 predictions. Um, and next week we're going to have, we have a special NBA free agency episode coming up this week as well, part of this po uh, episode. And then next week we're going to talk about uh, the review for UFC 239. Uh, this is my homie Carlo, my homie Zach. Talk too much episode 10. Thanks for having me on the show. Of course. We'll see you next week. All right, people. This is the Talk Too Much MMA podcast, the extra round, extra innings. Overtime. <laughs> Thank you, Keith. Overtime. <laughs> <laughs> of course, the normal guest, the normal host, Cena Palavan. I'm a guest. <laughs> and, uh, you know, the regular, Zach Newman. So uh, what I wanted to do in this segment was talk about the future of each division, at least the future going through to the end of the year and right. possibly the beginning of next year. And what do we expect to see? Because there's a lot of big fights. There was some important fights that just happened. And, of course, coming up in 239, a lot of big fights that, you know, have a lot of implications into what's going to go on in the next six, eight, maybe even a year. Uh, so <laughs> this is beautiful, honestly. Let's, uh, <laughs> I'm let's, very uh, impressed. <laughs> so let's start. Uh, you know, let's start with um, the welterweight division. So we got uh, Askren versus Jorge Masvidal. Obviously, both uh, top five right now. Correct. Uh, I think top Maz seven, top Ma seven, top six, top seven. Masvidal. I forget his ranking. Uh, we should have wrote it down. No, he's top five. I think he should be yeah. top five by now. And Askren is... And even if he's, he's not... Five he's, he's yeah, not. and Ben Askren is four or five. Yeah, we agree with that. We right agree. There. Go ahead. We agree with you, Steve Keith. So, um, Keith. going into that... Fletcher. Let's... Um, who's the champion it, at that division? Well, it depends. It, who wins between... Hori Mazdaval and Askren. We already agreed with we, Askren, right? Yes, we're saying You Askren. agree with Askren? No, do you agree with Askren? Um, I agree with the odds that he is likely to win, but I don't like people sleeping on Mazdaval. Okay. I think he is super dangerous. Uh, he's got a lot of ways to win a fight. I mean, he just knocked out fucking Darren Till. Technically, I think he's probably... So your question to us is who's going to be the champion in this division by the end of the year? Well... Let's just say that fight, you're saying Askren wins. Okay. Now, we also have a fight announced between Colby Covington and Robbie Lawler, who are both still top five, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, regardless, they're, they're all the right. same level. Top eight, top nine, they're so, all the same level. Go on. Yeah. So, Askren wins this. What's next for him? Title uh, shot? Yeah. Yeah. And I'm going to be real with more. you in terms of this segment. I think at the end of this year, Kamaru Usman will be champion. 
there's not a pressure. If I'm going to take a fighter over Kamara Usman, I'm going to have to have someone that can neutralize that pressure. How? Working that jab, Which working those who? leg kicks. Which is who yeah. in that division right now? No one. We need to see another welterweight come up, George St. Pierre-like, who's good at everything. Is he going to fight again? Who? George. Yeah, probably against Habib in a couple of years. Do you think it'll later. happen? Yeah, whatever. He'll come back for a money fight, bro. They'll throw him like 10 mil. He'll come back. Well, and there he's is, my guy. And he'll win. He'll win against Habib. You're all, all laughing. I'm going to say this. A year ago, he's two the, years ago, two years ago, two fucking years ago, two, I predicted. I, not three. Two. two. I predicted Habib is going to smack Connor. I was in, my li in the living room of my friend's house. Matt Eastman, Justin Johnson, Justin Johnson Joseph Baldy. Um, Everybody predicted. All my homies. I only said those three. All my homies call me an idiot. We all knew Khabib was going to win. No, you didn't, Khabib though. You two thought Connor would win, probably. Well, you were Connor stating. I was rude. No, 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 no. We're not talking about this. We're not talking about this. Okay. No, we're I not going to talk about that. I think Kamaru Usman is going to be the champion at the end in the welterweight division. I totally Facts. agree with you. But what's going to happen before that? Uh, ben Ashton is going to get his ass whooped by um, Kamaru if they fight because Kamaru is the better version of him right okay. now. Not necessarily technical ability, but pressure and athleticism and strength. Um, number two, Tyron Woodley is probably going to get a tune-up fight. He'll win. He'll fight Ask uh, fight Kamaru again. Same story. If he fights Askren, he'll knock him out. Fight Kamaru. Then he'll fight Kamaru. Same story. Um, to all of you that think Tyron Woodley is going to beat Kamaru, it's laughable. Get off his dick. Um, Kamaru is just better. But what about the winner of Colby and Lawler? Uh, Lawler, See, win. Lawler wins. Lawler gets a fight. Doesn't matter. Kamaru wins. I think maybe Askren, after, if he beats Mazdaval... I think that's his next fight before he goes to the championship. Why? The winner of Colby you and... You don't think like Colby can beat... No, I think Colby can beat Robbie. I'm taking Robbie, but yeah. I'm not going to say it's for sure. Now, am I taking Colby over Robbie? Fuck no. Ooh. Because Robbie's... Robbie's going to knock him out in one round. As I always say, Colby is one of the best welterweights on the planet. Racist or not, talking shit or not, he is. Sorry, everybody. Colby Covington is one of the best welterweights on the planet. Well, look. Suck it, a it's dick. All, it, regardless he of is. that. <laughs> regardless of that. I think Colby is, is a great fighter, too. I used to hate the guy, but just watching him He's not him beating fight, Robbie. Just watching him And fight. none of them are beating Kamaru. You don't think he can beat but, Robbie? No, absolutely. I think he could. Okay. Yeah, he um, could, but I don't think he will. And I don't think... Either way, if he wins, no one in that division... On Marab, Rob Ger Burgundy over here is beating Kamar Usman. All right. So that's fact. But closing that, you know, that future projection out. If Askren wins, is he going championship or is he going winner of Colby you and You can't Lawler? throw the number four contender if he wins this fight. Another contender fight. Like, no one's in the picture right now. Do you now. see Ben Askren getting a title shot? Anytime soon. Though. Yeah, next Just, fight, bro. He's bro. The reason they, they traded have, Demetrius Johnson for Ben Askren it. to open up it. a 165 division. Is, doesn't he have beef? I, I think with it's Dana White be, right now. I think you're gay. Uh, all right, sorry. You can think whatever you want. <laughs> uh, I just think for some reason that. Askren might have one more fight in front of him before a championship fight after this one. And I think it's the winner of Colby and Lawler. I could see that. I'm not going right. to argue that because I so, could for sure see that. But I'm going to assume he gets a title shot after. And but we also don't know what's happening with Kamara, right? Is he still? He's hurt. He'll be he, back in like two, three months. He's going to be back. Four months. Sure. Yeah. All right. So let's wrap that up now. Let's go. Uh, let's go to the light heavyweight division. Okay. All right. John, next. John Jones, okay. Walker. All right. But I <laughs> want to tie this in. Now, this is important, okay? 
I want to tie this into the heavyweight division. If Daniel Cormier John wins, next. Is he fighting John at light heavyweight or heavyweight? Because I think he wants John at light heavyweight. Yeah, and uh, so I agree with you. I think they'll fight at light heavyweight. And I think if they were to fight at heavyweight, John wins. I think if they fight at light heavyweight, it's a close fight. Doesn't DC want you think, him You think John though? wins No, because uh, actually it's funny that you say that. DC's that a big eater. Loves Popeyes. Because John said that in an interview. Louisiana like, guy. I don't think he would sure. fight him at light I love Popeyes too. Um, John is very reluctant to Do go you know up to heavyweight. you know how much weight he would have to cut right now? Who? DC, DC like 30 pounds. 30 pounds. Light heavyweight is 205. He, that he would walk make, around at 270 right he now. Would no, make, 250, 260. He would make Stop the weight. 70. He's like big. I guarantee you he's walking around weight is 260 right now. Mm, Maybe, I'll take but that he'll, make, he'll make the weight no problem. Would you take that's an interesting bet? How bet much you. do you think I weigh? Uh, 240. 253. My point, exactly. DC might be 260. God damn. Exactly. Shit. He probably walks <laughs> around <laughs> at 260. Tell me that dude's going to drop 55 pounds. He did. Yeah. He did like nine times. He'll have yes. months to do it. He'll have months to he do will. it. He will. No, no, dude, you're talking about I, a top five fighter ever. He also cheated on the weight cut, by the way. When he was weighed in, when they put the towel on, <laughs> like, Keith. he was holding on to the towel. <laughs> oh, let's persecute the guy who's just, holding on to the yeah. towel. I'm just saying that. Doesn't mean that anything. Look. It's not like a table. It's um, two people holding Keith. a towel. Dude, if, if he's we got Johnny. Over, What's your next division? Something. Are you my, kidding? Uh, my, okay, my closing argument for that is I think DC wants to fight Jones. So let's say he beats Stipe. He wants Jones at 205 because he doesn't want to hand Jones he doesn't want to a champ champ. Because no, Jones, no, yeah, Jones is going to yeah, be the 205 champ. He doesn't want to say, right. okay, let's Why fight, 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 let's at, fight heavyweight. at heavyweight There's and a, then make Jones right. the champ. Oh, he wants. shit. Really quickly, the Washington Wizards just signed Isaiah Thomas. Solid back, solid point guard while John Wall's out. Low key. No, but isn't that a solid point guard while John Wall's out? They're saying he'll be back pretty early. All right. A great value pick by the way. Um, so what's your next division, Keith? Give us the next division. Uh, well, it's staying in the heavyweight division because it, just because DC's going to win and Jones is going to win. Well, we don't know mean if DC's going to win. DC's fighting Steeper. You're just going to assume it, he's going to win? No, I'm not at all. Um, but We're gonna I want to talk about the other fighters in there because then DC will have decisions. Should he win? I personally going to say I, I really is think Ngannou Daniel going? guys my friends I must say this and I hate to say it, I think Daniel Cormier is going to retire after this next fight I don't think there's a third fight in the cards as much as we want to believe there is I feel like he's got a few more fights I know there. I know you said that earlier and I was thinking about that and I was just saying it's kind of soon I, I know feel like he has to get that third fight I get, I, before he, he can end but his that's career. think of it this it. way that's he from our to. perspective right from his perspective champ champ Olympic Olympic medal Everything he's show a, has his own show. A lot. What does he have left? Does he need to kill but himself I think he to, wants, for a third of that I fight? I think he wants more. more so here's what I'm going to say. If he's going to fight that third fight, he needs to take it right after I the bet you right fight now and retire. There will be a third fight. Bet, I, well, if Jones 20 bucks? On camera, $20. DC versus Jones 3 does not happen. He says it does. You, That's a no, great bank. though. If, no, because I, I really think DC will retire after this fight. As long, Even though the dramatics are on your side. I just think DC doesn't have it in him anymore. Oh, I think he wants it more than ever. No, I know he I think wants, he wants it. He's, I'm he's, not saying that. He's he, a champ champ by default. <clears throat> I think he wants to seal that legacy. He never had a problem with that, saying that before. So, I think, okay. Who let do you got? Put, you who, who, okay, me? Keith, let I'm, me ask you this. Who's the heavyweight champion? That's the, the part of the segment, the point of the yeah. segment. Who's the heavyweight champion at the end of 2019? 
DC. DC. I'm going to say the heavyweight champion at well, the depends. end of 2019 uh, what, what month? is going to be John Jones. You think? And then so if DC beats oh, Stipe. Oh, I never said he was going to win. If I'm DC just saying beats, there's going to be a third fight. No, no, no. I'm not saying that. I'm saying DC is going to retire. Second, I think they're yeah. going to do Francis and Gone. I don't, I don't think, I don't think he's going to retire. I would love to see that. I think he wants Jones. I think he wants think he Jones wants at 205. Listen, I'm going to trust. I know what you guys are saying. You guys might be right. But I just I agree with my the coach Eric. Coach Eric told me the same shit. He thinks John Jones is on next, and I really thought about it. I just don't see. Well, DC then maybe they fight. Eric. Yeah, maybe, maybe they, they do, fight. Are you gonna do shit with him? Are you gonna start going? I to want, I'm just gonna call him coach. I want to go train with him. Wouldn't that be awesome? That would be awesome. Oh, man. I'm gonna try. I'm gonna. You want to be a well, fighter? Look, maybe no. maybe no. DC does fight Jones at heavyweight. So Jones, let's say he wins this one, then DC beats Stipe. Maybe that's the next matchup. At heavyweight, even though DC, I think, wants it at 205, that might be the next matchup at heavyweight. And then if DC loses at heavyweight against Jones, then he might okay, retire. Okay, so let me ask you this. That might be, okay, I fought him three times, now at two different weights, and he beat me every time. What's DC, 40 now? Almost 41. All right, let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. Well, we have, we got the light heavyweight, heavyweight, and welterweights down. I'm going to start out. Who do you think is the middleweight champion at the end of the year? Because I'm assuming we're going to see Whitaker Adesanya in December. I'm going to say... I think that will be the next fight. Right? Because it was supposed to to be... uh, I'm going to say Whitaker is the champion at the end of 2019. Very possible. I'm going with Israel. I I feel like I'm the only person here that is. I love Israel. Oh, But I'm going with Whitaker. He has proven too effective at neutralizing dangerous opponents, especially one of the most dangerous guys in the fucking UFC, Yo Romero. And I think that'll take to Adesanya. But Adesanya is a young guy. That won't be the last you'll what see is it of about Adesanya. You guys don't like. Hmm? There's so much potential there. I agree, but Whitaker's uh, striking can neutralize Adesanya's distance management and striking. And Whitaker can grapple. Do you think it's just an experience? Thing no, like and Whitaker's shorter, and he's more vol- uh, more efficient in the in the clinch. He does have a lot more championship experience, and that means Again, a lot. It means a lot when you're winning championships. If fight. you're a smaller guy and you can neutralize and beat Yoel Romero two times in a row and prove it's not a fluke, I'm going to take you over Israel. He Adesanya. wasn't that Whitaker's much smaller than twice, Yoel, right? though. What? Robert Whitaker's the only guy that's beat Yoel Romero twice, right? Right. Yeah. He wasn't that much smaller than him, though. Of course, we see Romero. We see how jacked he is, and, you know, he looks like a fucking statue they would carve like 2,000 years ago. A gargoyle, yeah. But Whitaker is not that much smaller than him. No, he him. is that much. Everybody's that much smaller than Romero. But um, the thing about Whitaker is uh, that I love about him is his wide striking stance and his footwork is phenomenal. And Yoel Romero is an explosive fighter, and you saw him in those fights. He went for some flying knees. Hit air every time. You don't yeah. see Israel as just a smaller version of John Jones. Um, no, because Israel um, Israel's doesn't have can't generate can't put a, someone on their back like Johnny can, yeah. and nor does Johnny have the crisper striking that Israel does. So a lot of people yeah. compare that because of their similar but body types. John's I think it also comes down to John's strength at two hundred five. Yeah. Israel does not have yeah. that well, strength at one eighty five. That Jones is able to impose on his opponents. Beautiful. No point. one is stronger there, than no John at two hundred. They are. No, no. There are people, but since he's so big, um, that weight that he, the pure strength that he carries is amplified because he's so big. 
that he's putting he so much, to, like he's dominating yeah. his opponents. He he knows how to use his leverage to his advantage. Next that's division, for sure. we know who's going to be. Just go to lightweight. Yeah, that's the one we were waiting. We've been waiting. Yeah, but I think we've beaten this to death. But let's go for it. So, all right, Who Dustin Poirier first? and Habib. So basically, we're going to agree that Habib's not taking another fight this year besides the Poirier fight. No, Habib said. Did you see the press conference in London? Let's touch on that, and maybe that's how we'll wrap this up. The press conference in London, Habib said some very interesting things. It was a boring-ass press conference, but a lot of interesting things said. One thing, they asked Habib, will you ever fight 170? And he Could seemed like he way? had no interest in, in fighting 170. Well, I wouldn't either, would you? No. You're dominating 155? Yeah. Why? He's that's like, I, I won't. Like, that's a go up to 15 Yeah, count. why do I need to do that? He's like, I won't. Give be. me an incentive. He he said, well, the incentive is money. And yeah, yeah, throw me, throw me like triple the money. I'll do it. John Jones, no, no. John Jones said, you guys want me to go to heavyweight? You need to triple that contract because I'm gaining weight to fight these extra dangerous fighters. I need a shit ton it more money. It depends how they think it'll sell. Look, he can demand all he wants. He can demand as much money and say, well, I'm putting myself more at risk and all that. The UFC is only going to do it how they think it's going to sell. Here's my uh, my thing on this. The UFC is willing to pay Conor these big bucks, but the truth of the matter is, John Jones, if he keeps winning in three years, will be bigger than Conor ever was. I agree with that. It all depends right? on the paper. So as good as Conor talked, yes, as good as Conor talked, if Jones keeps winning for two, three years, and that second or third year, he'll be the biggest pay-per-view star we've ever seen in combat sports because the UFC's gro you'll growing. Have to see he's really skilled fighter himself. skilled fighter and dominant fighter doesn't always mean paper no but bias. but you in have fact seen, sometimes you, uh, it it's the opposite no i agree people are but, like this guy's gonna but win. not in john jones's case because john jones had a steroid case that every person in the world in sports yeah, knew and, about dude, so now jones isn't the same fighter he was now it's oh he's the greatest with an asterisk i want to watch this fight because this fool's not that good i want to prove to everybody he's not that good that's what fans are thinking this dude, since the steroids case, pay-per-view buys yes. numbers. But he's also come back and he's... Yeah, but he him. also wasn't fighting for almost No, no, what I'm, what I'm trying to say is... I know. That, people that, don't realize well, yes. he, he got lucky with the steroid case. He got so lucky he got popped for steroids. He got so, he's so smart for doing steroids. Because he didn't have the Connor trash talk to get him that big. But he has way more talent than okay. him. Did he fuck up with USADA or did he take steroids? Both. Both. And... And I'm, what I'm trying to say is this. Now, we all want to... We need to see John Jones fight now. Before, yeah. it was he's the greatest fighter. We're going to see I'll him. I'll watch him fight every month. We Absolutely. will because we're hardcore MMA fans. But right. the average MMA fans, now, now they're going to watch every the, John Jones the fight. The average MMA fan wants a slick-talking, but exciting fighter who's going to knock people John, out the average the MFA, listen i'm gonna tell That's you this right now average MMA there will be if john jones keeps winning john jones will surpass conor mcgregor as the most highest selling uh pay-per-view well, we'll i think that's a tall order. i know it is but when john jones beats if john jones beats francis and ganu we're gonna see everybody in the world is gonna say holy so? shit we have the michael jordan that, of mma that right, would right. that would catapult him right to the but top above connor's Previous that's numbers, a big achievement above, that we need yes, to see happen course. first. But we have to see that. So we're going to all agree right now, no matter what Habib does, Habib Nurmagomedov will be the champ. lightweight champion the end of 2019, the end of 2020, and well, probably the end of 2021. Let's see. Let me, I don't give a fuck the, if he does. I'm at the press he will. conference, 
at the press conference, He's Habib the said, that can beat him. "No, he can't." Habib not. said he There's wants no one Tony, that can beat him. Out of anybody he in wants that division to fight, right now, yes, Tony Ferguson. He's the best chance. Doesn't have a good chance at beating. I'm not him. saying you all. I'm all right. saying that is the one person that I can beat him. Wholeheartedly best disagree with that. Okay, so Habib, sa- him, Habib said, Habib said he wants to fight after the Poirier fight. He wants to fight before the end of the year. And who's that going to be? Habib. It, I'm sorry. Ferguson is next in line. He wants Ferguson. It's part of Habib's plan. He thinks Ferguson is a key to him his being do, the His greatest. legacy, his legacy, right? And he wants Ferguson, and he said he wants to fight before the end of the year. So this fight is only in what, August or September? Uh, September. So or August there's plenty. Second. Assuming he takes no damage, he could be ready to fight New Year's, something like that, and he wants Ferguson and I think Ferguson stands a great chance to beat Habib. A great chance. Has Khabib even been, you d- been You think yet? it's... Uh, let's see, let's Habib Nurmagomedov is going to reach 35-0. and 0. Stop. No one's beating him. We can all say he has a great chance. You all know subconsciously all no one's beating him. What? Should you're, not be saying crazy. shit like that. Ferguson, you, but the thing Ferguson is... could absolutely No, because him. both yes, of you know he, he could. won't. He Ferguson, could. We could all say what? he could. We could all... Connor could. Yes. But we all, yes, he could. But I'm gonna tell you guys this right now. Connor has yes, a better chance unlikely. of beating Khabib than Co- see. I think Holmes. it's it's unlikely. I guess. Listen, but Connor has a better chance of beating Habib gonna... than Tony Ferguson. No, I think get Ferguson, that through your heads. I think Ferguson has a better chance of beating Habib than Connor. I think they both have a good chance. I think Tony has a great chance. Thank I you. think Connor has a better chance because Connor can counter strike. Tony pushes the pace and makes him look dangerous against every fighter he's fought against. Yes. But he's not fought against someone who pressures the same as he does and has two times as better of a grappling background as he does. He doesn't have a better ground game. However, if he gets taken down to the ground, he's able to slip out. Okay. I don't think he's That's able to slip out. Tony is a black belt in jiu-jitsu. Duh. <laughs> oh you my god. I'm I don't give a fuck if he's Habib's fighting a black belt. You're talking about a kid that put a fucking bear on his back at eight years old. So what? Fuck the jiu-jitsu. Fuck the black belt. Unless he's fighting Damian Maya or Jacare, I could give a fuck who he's fighting. The bear was probably on tranquilizers. (laughs) On ketamine. (laughs) (laughs) Can I guess? Aside from Tony Ferguson, who else? Way to smack my jewel. Hmm? (laughs) I'm joking. Besides Tony. Who has uh, uh, the best chance of beating him? The best chance of beating Tony. Habib in that division is Justin Gaethje. Mark my fucking no. words. That's a great that hate. fool can wrestle. Doesn't have the versatility Tony does. That fool has the size, the strength, the stamina to beat Habib. He's going to lose because Habib's going to outgrapple him, but that's the best chance to beat Habib Nurmagomedov in that division. No. Not Tony's weak-ass grappling. I disagree. Aside from Tony Ferguson, I actually agree with you right now because that guy is the fucking shit right now. Thank you, Zach. Yes. I think Tony has the best chance. You just hate on Habib. I think... Oh, I love Habib. No, he does. I think he's... Look. He's he's phenomenal. I I think his game is boring, and who wants to watch that shit? The only reason I I watch it is to watch someone beat him. Anyway, I think Ferguson has the best chance. Uh, I think Connor has a good chance. Gagey, of course. I, I'm, I'm not hating on Gagey. He has a good chance. Uh, even Pettis has a, a good chance, too. I, I won't take him out of the mix, either. And he does look like JD, leave. by the way. I low-key mm-hmm. low gotta leave. It's All right. Yeah, yeah. Let's, let's, wrap, this up. Wrap, let's wrap, wrap it up. You, too. Put your headphones back on. All right. We still have a religion. and You know, we have to do... We have more segments to do. Oh, yeah. On your segment, you always <laughs> have to do 
the predictions, little analysis on what just happened. But it's always good to look ahead and see where we're going and what to expect in the future so we can get excited. So then, obviously, if we get a great matchup going, we know it's Really quickly, I want to interrupt you really quickly. Uh, Henry Cejudo is going to be the 135 and 140. A 135 champion, the 125 division, I think is going to be closed. But that's unimportant because there's no really flyweight discussion right now. We could have went into that, but just not, yeah. no time. No time this time. 135, I'm going to take Henry Cejudo. 145, at the end of the year, I'm going to still take Max Holloway. That's still, all I still take Max. That's th- those are very easy divisions to talk about. I don't think. But we'll see. You know, it it's is it is hard to look events, too man. far ahead because you're always assuming that the upcoming fights are going to go a certain way, and then how are the other guys coming into the mix? It's a tough thing to do, but it's something you need to think about. We have to look forward. We have to see where these divisions are going and who deserves the next fight. Who you know, a sleeper who you want to see get in there. Maybe a big upset and then goes for the title. We need to look forward sometimes. So let's wrap it up. Thank you, Keith. Thank you for uh, you know having me on once again. You guys are awesome. My guy. Uh, we'll talk too much. Oh, MMA overtime is extra rounds, whatever you want to call it. It's out. We will see you next week, everybody. Yeah.